40-plus attacks on military personnel in the Middle East, you have to strike in Iran. If you want to make a difference, you cannot just continue to have strikes in Syria on warehouses. You actually have to cut off the head of the snake, and the head of the snake is Iran and not simply their proxies. So if I was worried about Chris Christie threatening nuclear war against China, uh, I also have some concerns about Tim Scott thinking that what we need to do is get involved in a war against Iran. But okay, this has been the overnight news. You know, we conducted these strikes with our uh, American Air Force against uh, sites in Syria that were weapons caches from Iran. You know, of course, we know that a lot of things happen in Syria as a proxy for Iran. Iran projects power forward through Gaza and Hamas, through Lebanon and Hezbollah, through Syria, right? I mean, this is not a surprise, through other places in the Middle East. But um, this became a question last night in the debate about whether military action against Iran directly is warranted. Given attacks by Iranian-backed proxy groups on U.S. military bases in Syria and Iraq, attacks that have wounded approximately two dozen of our U.S. servicemen, do you support the use of military force by the United States against Iran? So this was the portion of the conversation in which we had the five-inch heels joke, which, of course, has nothing to do with anything. So let's get to the substance. Nikki Haley. The idea that our men and women could be targeted and that we've allowed almost 100 hits to happen under Biden's watch is unthinkable. We need to understand this is Iran giving the green light, telling them what to do, and we shouldn't be doing the tit-for-tat like what Joe Biden has done. We need to go and take out their infrastructure that they are using to make those strikes with so they can never do it again. Iran responds to strength. You punch them one and you punch them hard and they will back off. Now, I'm reading between the lines because it doesn't seem like she was very specific about this, but that sounds an awful lot to me like first strike or response strike against Iran, which I think there'd be justification for. You're talking about, you know, manufacturing facilities, basically weapons factories. Um, if you have the targets, you go because they have been using their weapons via proxies in, as we say, Syria, Iran, you know, Lebanon, Gaza. So maybe so. But I just thought it was it it seemed to me like a lot of these candidates were hinting at war with Iran. Now, DeSantis, even though he specifically said, I'm not going to get American troops involved in something like that, he also said. I actually served in Iraq back in the day and um, we had Al Qaeda in Iraq. You had Shia militias that were funded by Iran that were killing hundreds and hundreds of U.S. troops. And as commander in chief, I am not going to put our troops in harm's way unless you're willing to defend them with everything you have. Biden has them out there. They're sitting ducks. He's doing glancing blows. That's just inviting more attacks from the Iranians. I would say you, you harm a hair on the head of an American service member, and you are going to have hell to pay. I, which is a great line, but they've already harmed people that are American service members. And what is the hell to pay specifically that Governor DeSantis thinks is justified? I mean, you kind of had this, you know, we're so tough across the board conversation, you know, like 
you had uh, the conversation about Mexico and the border and going in there and, you know, for fentanyl and killing the traffickers with special forces. We are going to designate the cartels to be foreign terrorist organizations or something similar to that. And we're going to authorize the use of deadly force. We're going to have maritime operations to interdict precursor chemicals going into Mexico. But I'll tell you this, if someone in the drug cartels is sneaking fentanyl across the border when I'm president, that's going to be the last thing they do. We're going to shoot them stone cold dead. Ambassador Haley. Which again, you know, it's a pretty good line. Ambassador Haley, uh, Nikki Haley gets asked similar questions. Ambassador Haley, if the United States uses special forces in Mexico without prior notice to the Mexican allies to our south, what would your colleagues at the United Nations think about that? (laughs) I don't care what my colleagues at the United Nations think. What I'll tell you is... I mean, that's a... Again, that's a good crowd pleaser line, but you know, international law, you know, Mexican sovereignty, uh, these are things that do matter. And so throwing it away as somebody who is the former ambassador to the UN or throwing that away as people who are considering, you know, what's our relationship going to be with our major trading partner to the south in Mexico and also source of many problems, you know, are we really going to start launching unannounced military strikes, even if they're special forces, small scale person to person? You know, it's just. It all sounds very good, but so now we're going to be sending special forces into Mexico. We're going to be launching attacks against Iran. Uh, You know, if Chris Christie has his way, we're going to threaten nuclear strikes against China. I mean, you know, where does the war threat end? (laughs) It just seems like that's everybody's answer to everything. First of all, you have to go to the source. We have lost more Americans than the Vietnam, Afghan, Afghanistan, and Iraq wars combined. We lost 75,000 Americans last year. I mean, clearly. And I'm actually with Vivek Ramaswamy that calling some of these deaths uh, overdoses is incorrect. A lot of times they're poisonings because it's like bioterrorism more than it's really, uh, you know, somebody's overdosing. If they're just trying marijuana for the first time and there's fentanyl in it and they die, that's that's a poisoning. That's not an overdose, right? But this whole idea of... Just beef up everything. We're going to, you know, DeSantis says he's going to build more ships up to, you know, 350, then almost 400, then 600 eventually. I don't disagree as a plan, but where are you going to draw that money from, right? Where where are you going to fund that with? What's the plan? How are you going to rebuild the shipyards? That kind of stuff. And Nikki Haley. Go to the source. It is the reason why we'll continue to say we will end all normal trade relations with China until they stop murdering Americans. You watch how quick that flow stops. The second thing is we'll send special operations in to take out the cartels. We need to go to where they're distributing it, where the supply centers are, and take them out. We'll put 25,000 more Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job job of cutting the wire i mean (laughs) sorry you got to change the job assignment as well but you know special forces is a convenient answer to every problem you've got but you know they're pretty well used right now how many of them are there how much capacity are you going to grow for the special forces i mean just again I, i i'm not disagreeing fundamentally with any particulars i just I want more depth from people who want to be the commanders in chief. That's that's what I'm thinking about here. Seven eighteen on News Radio ninety two three. Tell them about the traffic, which is a mess this morning, Jay. Oh my goodness! If you are headed down ninety eight eastbound and towards Navarre, if 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 you can turn around and go back home and be good today, I would highly recommend it. Uh, Gulf Breeze Parkway ninety eight eastbound as you start to enter Navarre, I'm seeing four vehicle collisions reported between probably kind of where 87 meets 98 up to the waffle house almost to the base 
Uh, so like I said, there's really no workaround. I'm trying to find back roads, but everything just leads right back into the congestion. So if you're headed 98 eastbound this morning, um, I'm really, really sorry. Highway 90 in Milton is flowing. Highway 29 um, is, is looking pretty good so far. That earlier accident we reported at 98 westbound at Gregory and 9th is moving. The right lane still has some cars uh, on it, and the I-10 ramp to, uh, to I-10 north uh, is still got some uh, the semi on the right, but it's getting it's getting uh, cleared very quickly and it's starting to flow. If you have more traffic info to report, thank you, Dan, and all the people that are, are texting in and helping me out this morning. Uh, you can always text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you're 64, turning 65, you're dealing with this change of uh, health insurance like you've had your whole life as regular health insurance, you're going to move over on to Medicare. And that can produce some anxiety and apprehension, and especially if people are calling you or you know writing you letters and saying stressing you out and making you wonder. It's very easy. It's just that it's all new. That's it. But you call Ricky Stewart. She's a good friend of mine. She's got an insurance agency, and what she does specifically is help people make this transition. Questions about supplement, questions about advantage, questions about Medicaid, any of that stuff, she can take care of you. 341-2185 for Ricky Stewart Insurance. Are you in the Pensacola area and looking for something fun to do with your family this Saturday evening? Well, you're invited to our church's fall festival. Northstone Baptist Church will provide games and activities for people of all ages. Everyone is welcome to come enjoy the hay rides, cotton candy, free food, bounce houses, door prize giveaways, and much more. This Saturday, November 11th, from 5 to 8 p.m., we want you to be our guest at Northstone. This fall festival will be located on our beautiful 11-acre property in northwest Pensacola. Our address is 2550 West Nine Mile Road. So look us up and join us this Saturday, November 11th at 5 p.m. For more information about the Fall Festival, please visit our church's website, northstonebaptist.org, or check out the Northstone Baptist Facebook page. We hope to see you this Saturday evening for family fun at the Northstone Fall Festival. Why is Bray Jewelers the best place to buy an engagement ring? Come in and see our selection. I promise you, we have more diamond engagement rings than you'll see anywhere in the Panhandle of Florida. But it's what you do for people that they don't expect that they remember. The little things that we do, we want to deliver special experiences for you at Beret. We love doing what we do and we love making people happy. We want every person that walks into the store to feel like you're part of our family. I want everybody to have an amazing experience at Beret Jewelers. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Dan Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. Fall is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's fertilizing the lawn, pruning, planting shrubs, and of course, winter vegetables. This is Mike Quiggins. If you've got fall gardening questions, we've got the answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesday, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Presented by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings 5 till 9 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable.
I want you to find this Nancy boy, Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. Governor DeSantis, let me begin with you on this one. Speak to Republican voters who are supporting Donald Trump. Why should you and not him be the Republican nominee to face Joe Biden a year from now? Now, if you look where we are now, it's a lot different than we were in 2016. And Donald Trump's a lot different guy than he was in 2016. He owes it to you to be on this stage and explain why he should get another chance. He should explain why he didn't have Mexico pay for the border wall. He you know, everybody wants to talk about President Trump. Well, I can talk about President Trump. I can tell you that I think he was the right president at the right time. I don't think he's the right president now. Anybody who's going to be spending the next year and a half of their life focusing on keeping themselves out of jail and courtrooms cannot lead this party or this country. Right, and it needs to be said plainly. And that's all I have to say about that, because we're going to talk about everything else other than Trump, because he's not there last night in the debate. Again, counter-programming and... Uh, I'm not giving attention to the counter-programming because I think that he has an obligation to be in the debates. And you don't get to be on the sidelines running the show your own way instead of showing up to the scrutiny and fire of a debate uh, and get coverage, at least not from me. So I do not respect the choice not to show up for the debate. 724 on News Radio 92.3. Uh, of course, there were some fun moments last night. Well, fun in a way. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy did a lot of failing last night. And, uh, you know, he, he thought he had great landlines, and I'm not sure they worked out so so well for him. You have the likes of Nikki Haley, who stepped down from her time at the UN. Bankrupt or in debt is, was her family. Then she becomes a military contractor. She joins the board of Boeing and otherwise, and is now a multimillionaire. So I think that that's wrong when Republicans do it or Democrats do it. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first, or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. In which case, we've got two of them on stage Mr. Ramaswamy, thank you. Senator, uh, Senator Scott... By the way, in case you couldn't catch it from, you know, all the overtalk there, there was a second dig in there at Governor DeSantis, right? That was the cowboy heels joke. Like, you know, it wasn't just Nikki Haley. It was... Do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first, or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. In which case, we've got two of them on stage You laugh too soon, people! Come on, let me give my line. You laugh too soon! I had a really good second line. I've been working on this all week. Gosh, why don't you guys learn when you're supposed to laugh? I have, mm. so I'll I tell you what, I'm going to say it again later when people aren't paying attention and maybe nobody will notice that I tried the same line twice. Governor Haley, would you please answer that? Yes, I'd first like to say they're five-inch heels and I don't wear them unless you can run in them. Um, Oh, they talked over me again. Dang it. I, I tried the same joke twice. You ever, you ever at a party and, you know, people are talking and then you make a joke, but like the same time you talk, somebody else talked. And so nobody heard your joke. Somebody coughs real loud, right? As the punchline's <laughs> coming out. And you, you're like, oh, uh, oh can, I, can I try this one again? Ah, uh, they talked over me again. I'm. I am trying really hard to make fun of Ron DeSantis here. Would you people please let me make fun of Ron DeSantis? Two of you on stage. The second that, thing so. that I will say is I wear heels. They're not for a fashion statement. They're for ammunition. I have no idea what that means. But um, she did manage to, she managed to sandwich him in there with the applause. And 
I, I almost wanted him to do it a third time. Like, I almost thought later on in the debate he'd try it again. Hey, guys, remember earlier when I was trying to make fun of Ron DeSantis for, for artificially inflating his height? Yeah, that's funny, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> the debate's over and nobody's else on stage? Okay, sorry. Uh, 726 News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Highway 98 eastbound as you're approaching Navarre from Gulf Breeze. Um, I don't know if it's just the map telling me that the traffic is because of the collision or that there's actually six vehicle collisions between Highway 87 and uh, Winhaven Beach. I'm hoping that that's just one collision and the backup is what it's reporting here, but you never know with uh, Google Maps. Uh, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is flowing pretty good. Highway 29 in in Cantonment is good. Uh, That earlier accident we were talking about, Gregory Street and 9th Avenue. Uh, We have an accident from earlier, still on the right-hand side of the road, but uh, it's being cleared and traffic is flowing up to 110. If you have traffic info to report, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Yeah, that's, um, I look at the map too because I'm like, what? He's like, no, there's four in the one spot and two in the other, and they're probably not all separate accidents, but. I hope not. Goodness. And I heard something, somebody texted in, I'm not, I I don't know for sure, but they said that maybe a person on a motorized bike was involved in one of the accidents. Well, so. obviously, we hope that that's not as Man, serious as it not. can certainly yeah. sound. The other, and I just, you know, not not to pile on, but let's pile on Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, he had a bad night. I mean, he had a, oh, and listen, in the beginning, horrible. I was, I liked him. I thought he was fine and fun. He really showed himself to be not fit for this job last night. Uh, I think Tim Scott should be off the stage and Vivek Ramaswamy should be off the stage and get us down to the three that are really, even the three plausible contenders. This line, this this is probably the most devastatingly self-sabotage line I think I've ever heard somebody make in a debate. This is talking about TikTok. Mr. Ramaswamy, uh, we've talked about this. You campaign on TikTok. How do you get TikTok banned if you use it? Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer. Wow. You're just scum and deserved, deserved. I mean, it's bizarre. And he try he tries to drag her daughter into this, and the crowd roundly boos him appropriately. So, and then you know, I don't know, Jake. You were telling me this earlier. Like your wife's reaction was a very different direction. She was like, uh, "Why is he looking at the TikTok of some young girl?" Exactly. She was immediately creeped out. And I mean, you know. Age difference-wise, they're both Indian, so her daughter's Indian. You know, she's gorgeous. I I looked her up earlier. It looks like, what's, you know, well, yeah, she is. So I think Nikki Haley missed an opportunity here. She was so angry that she missed the opportunity to say this line. Um, Why are you looking at my daughter's Instagram so much, TikTok, sir? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, because that would have brought the point home, right? Right. Uh, David, I did this to you again. I am terrible at time management today, apparently. Do you have a headline for us? Well, how about this? Disney Plus says their subscribers are going up. They've reported uh, that they have now had more than 150 million subscribers oh. on Disney Plus. Didn't they raise their rights or threaten to raise their I mean, it's not I like believe everybody they did. is as yeah. well. So. Okay, very good. Well, David, we'll have your lo- more of your local news coming up next. We're going to talk to Mike Wood from the uh, Pensacola Police Department as well. And please drive safely today. Apparently, you'll be the only one doing it. 
Fox News, I'm CJ Papa. Could there be a break in the fighting in the war between Israel and Hamas? The deal being discussed will reduce a three-day ceasefire for the return of about a dozen hostages held by Hamas. That's from the Associated Press, which adds a small amount of fuel would enter Gaza for the first time since the war began. Anti-Semitism on the rise at college campuses. Louisiana Senator Bill Cassidy hosting a roundtable on the subject. To hear from the students, hear from people who are involved in higher education, get a sense of what is the performance of the administration. Well, the Republican earlier mornings with Maria on Fox Business. Now, this event begins at 9 a.m. Eastern. Late openings for many schools in the New Orleans area due to the super fog. This comes a day after densely wildfire smoke was blamed for a deadly crash along Interstate 10. America's listening to Fox News. Seven thirty-one at News Radio ninety-two-three. Good morning. I'm David Wayne. Sixty-six degrees right now. Partly cloudy skies in Pensacola today. One person has died uh, after a domestic violence-related shooting. This happened last night about five thirty on Teakwood Circle. The sheriff's office says an argument escalated into one person shooting the other. The victim died at the scene. That uh, suspect is in custody and has not yet been identified by authorities. Pensacola leaders have begun exploring what it would take to start up a low-barrier homeless shelter. Our primary focus would be um, an outside agency, a proven outside agency that that knows how to do this, uh, get in and and operate it, and not have the city reinvent the wheel uh, and operate it internally. Mayor D.C. Reeves says early conversations have been centered on just how much it would cost to establish, as well as finding a third party to operate it. Escambia County had plans to set up a shelter with $4.1 million in ARPA funds last year, but ultimately decided to invest in affordable housing instead. The annual Senior Bowl in Mobile might get some more star power in the near future. News Radio's Joe Ford with more. Yeah, according to ESPN, the NFL has told all 32 teams that starting next year, all college juniors who declare for the NFL draft will be eligible to play in postseason All-Star games. And that includes the Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, and the HBCU Legacy Bowl. Senior Bowl week is widely considered the top All-Star game and a critical part of the NFL draft evaluation process. Last year, there were 69 juniors in the draft, including top 10 picks Anthony Richardson, Bijan Robinson, and Jalen Carter. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you very much, Joe. House Republicans have issued subpoenas now for members of the Biden family. This comes a day after special counsel David Weiss testified in front of the House Judiciary Committee regarding his investigation into Hunter Biden's business dealings. David Weiss was not entirely forthcoming when it came to his communications with the Department of Justice, with other people uh, who had a jurisdictional claims to Hunter Biden matters scattered about the American Northeast and, and even on the West Coast. Northwest Florida Congressman Matt Gates there. He says Kentucky's James Comer issued subpoenas for Hunter and his brother James Biden, as well as Hunter's business associate Rob Walker. Well, Thanksgiving is inching closer by the day, and if you love fried turkey, but it is a little risky and you don't want to risk burning your house down, well, you can make an appointment now to have the Miracle League of Pensacola fry your turkey for you. Uh, They say those appointments, though, are going fast. It costs about 30 bucks per turkey. If you're interested in having them fry it, call 850-631-0203 to schedule an appointment uh, they do say those appointments are 
limited. You you can also get more information online on uh, everything everything you would need to do for that. It is 7:35 at News Radio 923. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives, Jake. Things looking any better? Well, it's looking worse on 98 eastbound as you start to enter Navarre. Um, lots of vehicle collisions being reported on the map, but it, it might just be one that's causing major slowdown. We think there's an injury on the scene. Um, so if you're headed 98 eastbound towards Navarre from Gulf Breeze, it's backed up all the way, almost a hurlbird, it looks like. So uh, there's really no way around it. If you can avoid going that direction uh, for at least a little while, please do. Um, Avalon Boulevard in Milton at San Pablo Street, just north of I-10. There's a vehicle crash with a roadblock there. Um, let's see here. Avalon Boulevard got that one. And then, oh, yeah, the Gregory Street 9th Avenue accident from earlier. Still on the right-hand side, but it's being clear. Traffic is flowing. Just be aware. Highway 90 through Milton, I got that one. Highway 29 in Cantonment is still looking good. Uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Barberry Plumbing. There's so many accidents today. Barberry Plumbing, when it's time to call a plumber, call the best of the bay winner, Barberry Plumbing, at 477-8782. If you have traffic info to report, and there's plenty out there this morning, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependent. We will have a beautiful day today with clouds increasing, high near 80 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 67. For Friday, chance of rain moves in with a 40% chance of a few stray showers, otherwise mostly cloudy with a high near 75. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 65 degrees. Rain chance does continue into Saturday, 40% chance of rain with a high near 73. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 62. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, we've got 66 in Pensacola, 66 also in Gulf Breeze, and it is 59 in Milton. Your next news at 8, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. With your money now, federal regulators have approved expanding the use of Eli Lilly's diabetes drug Monjaro to include the treatment of obesity. The FDA's decision furthers the rapid rise of Monjaro and similar acting therapies Ozempic and Wagovi from Novo Nordisk that have in a matter of months reshaped the treatment of obesity. Lilly will sell the drug under the name ZepBound for chronic weight management. The FDA's green light will also add to pressure on commercial health plans to cover the weight loss costs despite how expensive they are. Jack Cooper Transport, a specialized operator that hauls autos for car makers, plans to submit a bid backed by $1 billion in financing and support from the Teamsters Union and some U.S. lawmakers that would halt the liquidation of trucking giant Yellow and seek to resurrect the shuttered business. The Wall Street Journal says the improbable effort would require the Treasury Department to defer repayments of several years' worth of loans to Yellow. On Wall Street, futures mixed. That's your money now. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out this morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Hi, I'm Mansfield Coe from Pensacola Hardware. We are your best local and regional resource for industrial construction and hardware supplies. Daily, we meet the needs of Pensacola's construction companies, providing superb knowledge and co-compliant products. We specialize in concrete and masonry tools, fall protection products, and tools and supplies for the HVAC, mechanical plumbing, electrical, and glass trades. Give us the opportunity to show you why we are Pensacola's oldest and best hardware and construction supply company. Pensacola Hardware, 20 East Gregory Street, downtown. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. Morning, 7.39 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Joining us every Thursday at this time, we have Mike Wood, the Public Information Officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. Good morning. Always good to have you. We had a um, we had a very serious incident this week that um, actually there was a funeral procession involving the uh, Pensacola Police Department because of the death of a canine officer, Sino, right? Yeah, we lost one of our own. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, because of the time spent together uh, and the trust that's built, the bond between a police canine handler and his dog is incredibly strong. Uh, Those police dogs risk their lives to protect the handlers, other officers, and the citizens that they serve. And unlike human partners, the dogs and the handlers are together all the time. The dogs live at the handlers' homes and are loved by their family. So you can only imagine the huge void that is in officer Harris's life right now. No, I, I can't even, I mean, I know what it's like, you know, just losing a dog, but losing a partner, losing, you know, somebody that's been like the essential buddy and or cooperator this whole time for, you know, however long they've been working together. It's, um, that's, that's really tough. Do we, do we know what happened? Because it was an on duty death, right? He was in the act of patrol. Uh, they were on a trail, right? Yeah, it was it was he was on duty and suffered a medical emergency. And uh, that it, that's all I know at this point. Um, but it's you know, we hate it. And, and uh, you know, there's some there were some photographs that, that were put on, on our Facebook page. You can feel free to go look at them. that are very difficult to look at, um, but just showed you the bond between the, the handler, you know, between Zach Harris and, and his dog. Yeah. And I mean, I can you know, I can hear it in your voice, too. I mean, it's just not, uh, you know, and I know. Look, I know some people have the, well, you know, officers, they're just dogs. No, you, you know, it's a lot more than that. And the way the law works around this, it's a, you know, it's a very, very serious thing. So I, I know I had, um, when I, when I first heard the story, I was, I was concerned that, cause I didn't know if the, maybe the dog had some, you know, 
internal health problem or maybe if it was one of these like, you know, drugs and fentanyl, because I'm always worried about this. I mean, you know, the concern I have about these drug dogs is they're they're far more exposed to the fentanyl than uh, than the officers are. And I'm worried about the, you know, the, the human officers as well. Do, but we don't know anything at this point about what might have caused it. No, that's being checked into. I just know that it was a medical emergency. And, you know, these types of things will be investigated to, you know, hopefully find out exactly what happened and keep it from happening to uh, another canine. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes these things just happen. And, yeah. uh, you know, we've we've all, we've heard of, of the, uh, canines being left in vehicles and things like that throughout the country. That's not the case here at all. Um, you know, this is this is something that was it was a, a freak accident and they're they're looking into it. And um, all we know right now is that it was a medical emergency. OK, very good. Well, horrible, horrible news, obviously. Uh, we also you all have made an arrest for uh, the one of the shootings at Pensacola Village. Is that right? Jacoby Smith, I believe. Yes, we made an arrest on that uh, on that shooting and also the one on Palafox that happened over the weekend. Um we had a uh, one individual shoot another one in the abdomen, and we were able to make an arrest on that one as well. Now, that one was the we had uh, two transients basically getting into a scuffle, and one of them shot the other one. Is that right? That's correct, yes. And, and I mean, do we know anything else either about what started the squabble or and is the victim, is he gonna, he's going to live? I don't know anything about the details here. Yeah, I don't know about what started it, what the motive was. Usually they're arguing over over spots to, to uh, sit at or or one of them has something another one wants. And there's a, there's a, a lot of things that uh, fights start over, but uh, that one I'm not too sure about. But I do know that the victim uh, is going to live. The, the injuries were not life-threatening. All right. Well, I mean, very concerning. And, of course, I know a lot of people had kind of been posting about uh, with the county working on their, uh, you know, anti-panhandling, anti-median occupation kind of, you know, uh, ordinance and a lot of concerns about debris and trash and campsites of sorts, you know, people like, you know, just kind of occupying too much space on the downtown uh, spots. I, I, you know, I know you guys want to do something, but often feel like you don't have a lot of opportunity to do stuff that's within the law, which is obviously a challenge. So I didn't know if it was related to any of that, but, um, you know, I definitely wanted to ask you about it. One of the other things um, is... Uh, you guys actually were involved in major story this last week was the rescue of this five-year-old girl who uh, went in a car, uh, you know, a car, not a carjacking, but a car theft where the person apparently didn't know there was a, a girl in the back. This doesn't matter. You take a kid, you take a kid. But it was one of your detectives that actually found the car with the uh, girl inside of it, right? It was. Uh, his name is Detective Cachetta. He uh, he found that vehicle with the child in on Mobile Highway and you know, I got to tell you, we're going to assist the Scammy County Sheriff's Office every chance we get. And, and one of the calls or one of the incidents that will empty the building is anytime a child is in danger. Uh, we will assist them anytime and every time, and they will do the same thing for us. That's one thing that um, that it's all hands on deck. And and look, I, I know I say this often, but I just feel like I have to say it as often as the TV lies to you about it. Uh, if somebody has a kid go missing... You call the cops immediately. You do not have to wait. It's a complete lie that you have to wait 24 hours and the cops don't care, right? Yeah. How many times? I mean, I've heard that a bunch of times. We've talked about it on the myth uh, segment of, our, of when we speak. And yeah, you you might look around the house real quick, but don't waste any more time than that. Get on the phone and call 911 because you can always cancel this 
uh, when you find that child. So don't waste any time. Get on the phone and get us coming because uh, there's a bunch of us on the way. Absolutely. Uh, just a second, Mike. We're going to take a quick break and uh, get traffic on the fives at 745 here on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, 98 eastbound is the story this morning. If you're headed toward Navarre on 98, coming out of Gulf Breeze, there's a vehicle crash there reported um, with injuries, and it's causing backup from right as you get into Navarre almost all the way up to Hurlburt Field. I mean, it's just a mess there, and there's really no way to get around it. Um, Mobile Highway at Marlane Drive, there's a vehicle crash with roadblock there. Also, Avalon Boulevard over in Milton at San Pablo, which is just north of the I-10. Uh, vehicle crash there and uh, highway 29 at east 10 mile headed south there it's starting to slow down if you have traffic info to report text 437-1620 this is news radio 92.3 informative local dependable thanks so much jake uh, back to mike wood the public information officer for the pensacola police department uh we're still working on the rollout for shot spotter is that right Yes, sir. Still working on that. We're hoping for a, a decent rollout on that, and uh, things are moving ahead. And as soon as that is up and running, we'll, we'll let you know. Very good. And I have this kind of an odd question, I know, but uh, I happened to run into uh, one of your officers. I uh, happened to run into his wife when we were doing the breast run and, or walk and walk for sure for me. Uh, but um, the the other day, <laughs> and um, it was funny to me because. She was standing in front of her vehicle, which was, I think it was a Toyota Sienna, but it was definitely a minivan, you know, unmarked black minivan. And I had put photos up on Facebook because I thought it was kind of cute. Like, oh, great. PPD's got an unmarked minivan. I mean, you have a variety of unmarked cars, but an unmarked minivan, which she's like, oh, man, no, it's fantastic. I'm super happy about this. But what I was also thinking is, how do you decide as a law enforcement agency, whether to buy and wrap a regular or just to keep it unmarked, because you have a pretty hefty mix of both. Yeah, we do. Uh, it comes down to what the need is and money. Uh, the, mar- the vehicles that are marked, that are wrapped, uh, are going to be vehicles that have a police package. Um, they're going to be, they're meant to be uh, police vehicles. Uh, the other ones, the unmarked cars that, that I drive, that investigators drive, uh, they can be anything and everything, depending on uh, what the what the vehicle costs. So uh, we have officers in just about everything. And and I've, when I've made traffic stops in my black pickup truck, I've told the person, please don't uh, always keep in the back of your mind. We don't all drive marked cars. If you want to act up and and take off laying rubber on the road or doing 110 miles an hour on I-110, you've got to understand there's probably a police car right there, um, like you just found out. So. Um, yeah, pickups, minivans, small cars, big cars, we have them all, and they're unmarked. All I can picture in my head now is this particular officer driving down Three Mile Bridge in the unmarked black Toyota Sienna with the Rumbler active uh, and at 110 miles an hour. <laughs> that's, that's all I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, you've you got to be innovative. And, uh, <laughs> so, do. yeah, we have just about everything out there. Law enforcement embodies a variety of different tactics. Uh, do we have – I, I kind of did mention the one about the don't wait the 24 hours or whatever, but did you have another cop myth or a did you know for us this week? Yeah, and you just mentioned part of it. It's cop. How did the term cop come to be? Oh. And there's some inaccurate theories out there. Okay. Yeah, there's some inaccurate theories. And one of those is constable on patrol, and that's not, that's not it. The other one is, is from the word copper referring to – uh, copper badges and buttons on the uniforms. And the problem with that is that copper was not actually widely used on police uniforms. And while theories are fun and interesting, the truth of the matter is, I had to go and look this up, that uh, cop in reference to police officers was developed from the verb usage of cop, meaning to take or seize. And cop was first used 
in place of arrest or to arrest around the year 1844. So you're telling me that uh, you, you know, guys, term- you're telling me that you guys could just as easily have become known as arrests. Like we could be talking about, you know, yeah. hey, I saw a group of arrests over at the donut shop the other day. Like that could have been what we say instead yeah. of cops. It could be, which is better than five zero, the fuzz, twelve, the heat, the man, boys in blue, gumshoes, bears, Smokey, Barney, and blues and twos. And there's a bunch more out there that we don't think a whole lot of, so I won't mention those. Yeah, there's some livestock ones that I think are uh, somewhat popular, but I don't really use those either <laughs> for obvious reasons. Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much. Mike Wood is a public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. See, you learn something every day. We learned from Ryan Jenkins earlier this week uh, how little profit goes to the farmer out of a, out of a pair of jeans and now we've learned that um we should be grateful that we don't call them the arrests <laughs> that's not what we call them yeah and grateful for minivans yeah that's right exactly mike thanks so much for the time we'll talk to you again next week thank you 750 here on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable if you have a business you have employees if you have employees you handle benefits payroll hr all the fun stuff like the reason you got into business is to manage somebody's health benefits isn't it isn't it no, probably not. Unless, unless you're Torgerson Causey, unless you're, you know, uh, Reed and Todd. And, um, you know, part of the reason that they got into business is because they like that stuff. They, they like to do the weird, detailed nerd stuff that you can't stand. And they're good at it. Not just that they like it, but they're really good at it, which is kind of the nature of business, right? People go into the thing that they're good at that you don't like to do, so you pay them for it. Well, in the case of Torgerson Causey, what they'll do is they'll come and look at what you're doing with your benefits and see if they can't do it better, cheaper, give you more alternatives, or just take it off your plate because it might be you're trying to manage it yourself. And you're like, this is too much. Well, they can take care of it for you. I know because they started doing it for us about six or seven years ago. We switched over to using them, and they have been great here at Cat Country and News Radio. Fantastic. Like I said, options we didn't have, better customer service than we had before. They would answer my wife's very detailed questions with very good detailed answers. I mean, that's like if my wife is happy and you're in the insurance realm, you're good. You're really, really good. And, you know, because they are. So if you're uh, just wanting a little bit of help or have them come take a look at what you're doing and see if they can do it better for you, Torgerson Causey, 433-9996, or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. Rumors of Fleetwood Mac, the world's finest tribute to Fleetwood Mac, returns to the stage in 2023. A brand new show celebrating the very best of Fleetwood Mac. A unique opportunity for fans both old and new to rediscover the songs and performances that have ensured Fleetwood Mac's place as one of the most loved groups of all time. Personally endorsed by Fleetwood Mac founding member Mick Fleetwood. Live at Pensacola Sanger Theater on November 22nd. The ultimate tribute to Fleetwood Mac. Tickets are on sale now from Ticketmaster.com. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know when to buy or sell? You'll need an expert to help you. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9 a.m. right after Pensacola Morning News to hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with Levin Rinky Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's today at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 a.m. 1620. Mom, can we have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. 
more news, more talk with Martley Van Kevin Robbins on at 11, right after the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. He, he who is valiant and pure of spirit may find the Holy Grail in the castle of... Good morning, 754 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Yesterday had a good chance to see the brand new uh, park, the Recreation Center that Navy Federal Credit Union has put together, open to the public starting on Monday. I talked to Mary McDuffie, the CEO, and she was talking about how, you know, we used to see the helicopters land over there at OLF-8, and that doesn't really happen anymore because the county owns it, but that was a reminder of our mission, and she said, and I saw it, it, I put video up on our Facebook page, you can see it for yourself, it is a fantastic property, really one of the, like, nicest parks in the county now because of course it's brand new but also a lot of the stuff that it has and she listed off some of the features we've got athletic fields basketball volleyball pickleball courts a yoga lawn a fitness area and a pavilion where we can all come together as we are today and anyone who knows me know that I couldn't be more excited about the many miles of walking trails now available no, it is fantastic. I mean, everything she said and more, it's gorgeous. And like I said, starting on Monday, you can be you can uh, use it as a member of the public, no problem. Got a really good text in here that uh, was criticizing me for uh, something that I said a little bit earlier on the show, so we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, then we'll get David in, uh, from the newsroom. But first, got Jake with our, uh, fi- our traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay, 98 eastbound uh, headed into Navarre. Before you get to Highway 87 intersection, there is a vehicle crash there with injuries that is causing major slowdown almost all the way up to Hurlburt Field. Uh, so if you can avoid headed that way, there, there's just really no work around for it. Uh, also, Mobile Highway at Marlane Drive, uh, there's a vehicle crash with a roadblock there. Avalon Boulevard in Milton uh, at San Pablo Street, which is just north of the I-10, uh, vehicle crash with roadblock is there uh, there as well. And I, I just got this off the traffic tip line. I-10 is stopped westbound at exit 5, which is the Navy Federal exit. Uh, the right lane is blocked there, so please use caution. This traffic report is brought to you by ECUA. ECUA Bulk Waste Service is now available. All you have to do is call them by 2 p.m. the day before your normal service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. Um, this is uh, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Very good, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The uh, FDA has approved a new weight loss drug from Eli Lilly. This is an already existing drug. Uh, it's called Monjaro. It's currently used for, or Monjaro, I'm sorry. It's currently used for diabetes, uh, but apparently it'll be used for weight loss now and called ZepBound. The FDA approved it for people with obesity and uh, health conditions related to that. Fresh off the heels of securing new contracts after their strike with the big three automakers, the UAW now pushing to organize non-union auto plants. Uh, UAW President Sean Fain says the union's planning to pull out all the stops to get non-union plants to uh, to organize. And, uh, you know, the uh, debate last night got a lot of attention, but there was another event happening as well, the CMA Awards. And now oh, yeah. Tracy Chapman is the uh, first black woman to win an award from the Country Music Association. Her uh, 
song Fast Car, of course, re-recorded by Luke Combs this hmm. year, and uh, one song of the year. Very interesting. All right, yeah, I watched a little bit of the CMAs last night because you know our good friends at Cat Country uh, are involved in that. And we're up, they were up for an award last night, so Absolutely. always paying attention. Dave, thanks so much for the update. So I got this text in at 437-1620 because uh, I had made the comment earlier in the show that while the debate was going on last night, Trump was counter-programming down the road in Miami, and I'm not going to cover him because he's not participating in the debate. He can participate in the debate and get coverage, or I will ignore him. Somebody says, um, I listen to your station every morning on the way to work and every afternoon on the way home. I even stream you during work. I usually like listening to Andrew in the mornings to catch up on the news, etc. I thought the news was supposed to be neutral so he can tell me about the debate last night, but not the rally because he doesn't agree that Trump missed the debate, question mark. So I turn the station. I'm tired of everyone thinking that their opinion should be the way, uh, so they just won't inform us about things we might want to hear about because they don't agree with it. America's supposed to be made up of all opinions, so while I don't mind hearing his opinion, I mind that he just won't talk about the rally because of his opinion. So I won't be listening to your station for quite some time. This is why I don't watch TV anymore either. My response was, I don't cover anyone's political rallies most of the time. You, you won't hear me do a lot of coverage of rallies. Trump just happened to be doing a political rally on purpose the same day as a serious debate for what is supposedly his party in a process that's how we pick presidential candidate nominees. It's not fair to pro, uh, to that process to give him coverage when he makes the choice not to participate in it, just like some of the other candidates, Doug Burgum, for example, or Asa Hutchinson, don't qualify, and I don't pay attention to what they say either. If Trump wants to pitch a hissy fit and not, par- and not play in the process that is supposed to be how we pick... I'm not going to give him coverage. I'm not going to give him attention because here's the thing. It's not fair to that process or the other candidates. It'd be like if you were just at home on True Social making comments. I don't care. Get up on the stage. If you want me to listen to you, get up on the stage. Now, if you think that's some kind of a bias or a reason not to listen to the show, hey, you're always welcome not to listen. I appreciate it. And I appreciate the text criticizing you.